This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Harianto Diman, and I'm Olivia Quay. Welcome to The Straits Times' Big Story podcast, where we analyze key issues with our journalists and guest experts. There will be a new work pass next January for top-tier foreign tech professionals. With Tech Pass, they can start and operate a business, serve on the board of directors of a Singapore-based company, or be a shareholder or investor in companies here, among other things. And unlike the Employment Pass, which requires the sponsorship of an employer, Tech Pass will be tied to the individual. It will be valid for two years with a one-time renewal for more for two more years, I beg your pardon, that will depend on certain criteria like income, total business spending and the number of locals employed. Applications for the pass will start in January 2021 with 500 places available upon launch. In order to be eligible for Tech Pass, candidates must meet two of the three criteria. A last drawn monthly salary of at least $20,000 in the past year, at least five years of cumulative experience in a leading role in a tech firm, but the firm must have a valuation or market capitalization of at least 500 million US dollars or at least $30 million funding and beyond. All applicants must have at least five years of cumulative experience in a leading role in the development of a tech product that has at least 100 thousand monthly active users or at least 100 million US dollars in revenue. I'm happy to welcome Chief Economist at OCBC Bank, Selena Ling, to weigh in on this. Welcome, Selena. So any key takeaways for you from this announcement? What does the creation of this uh, tech pass tell you about Singapore's strategy to grow the tech sector here? Well, actually, it's a very interesting uh, proposal. Um, what they are really after is the what I would term as the big fish. So it sets it a little bit apart from the usual schemes that we have to attract foreign talent. It's very sector specific. And I think the parameters that are set, the criteria is actually at a very high bar. So it will be really after what they term as the founders, the entrepreneurs, those who can uh, be mentors, can be lecturers, and those who are really driving companies to the next phase of growth. So it will be a very exciting time, I think, uh, and also a phase for Singapore in terms of the whole startup and tech culture. The idea is really to try and position Singapore as the regional, if not global, hub for technology going ahead. And this will be really taking off in a post-COVID environment where we have seen work from home and cloud computing and Internet of Things all become the norm, actually. Right. Well, like you said, this pass is aimed at, you know, the big fish, the very top end of global talent in tech. What ripple effects, though, will it have for locals in the tech sector? Any benefits and challenges? Well, I think the benefits uh, potentially really is that it raises the bar. Um, hopefully, when the big fish come, it will actually attract other talents to follow suit. And in time to come, you actually grow a more vibrant ecosystem. And this will really be kind of like giving a kickstart to the whole uh, tech hub uh, strategy for Singapore. I think the idea is that with the big guns in town, really the local tech talent also will benefit from having the network and you know enjoying the experience and the knowledge transfers from some of these uh, big guys. And I think hopefully over time it will be basically raise the you know the tide for all boats uh, going ahead. So. Uh, many challenges though you think i think the challenges is really how um we can actually facilitate 
the knowledge transfer over time. I mean, it's quite clear the scheme is only for a two-year period, only renewable once for another two years. So it's a question of within the time of that four years, how do we effectively ensure that there is knowledge transfer and over time the, you build up the local talent base as well. So I think these are some of the things that I think the policymakers would be actually watching out for when the scheme kicks off in January and probably we can take stock either two or four years down the road as well. I see. Well, you know, in terms of competition, people see it as a good or bad thing. You know, with this tech pass, it could result in more competition between local and foreign tech professionals, assuming people with a tech pass bring in their own people. What does it mean for local hiring then, Selena? Well, I think uh, that's always a balance. Um, you know, the idea that if they come in and they bring in their own people, but I guess because, uh, like I said, this scheme is uh, very targeted, um, the bar is set very high. And I think in terms of the duration of that they can stay here, it's also limited. So the hope is that, you know, along the way, they may actually uh, recalibrate or tweak some of the parameters of how exactly they want to ensure that there is a that transfer of knowledge that I talked about and how they will actually groom the local talent. I, we have seen this in past uh, episodes, like with the financial sector, for instance, where actually the EP criteria actually gets uh, increasingly raised over time. And that kind of facilitates the transfer and the building up of the local talent pool. So I think this is only the start. Um, we do expect that over time there will be further policy tweaks and some recalibration of the criteria to ensure that this scheme is actually achieving the aims that the Singapore government wants it to achieve. Right. Well, always a pleasure to speak with you, Selena. I've been speaking to Selena Ling, Chief, Chief Economist at OCBC Bank. More on the Tech Pass can be found at straightstimes.com. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.